a Radio 191 FM podcast. And do I have the absolute pleasure um, of introducing to everyone listening uh, Jordan Hamill, the current New Zealand Slam Poetry Champion and general lexical advocate. Jordan is a widely published poet with works in the Poetry New Zealand Yearbook, Takahe Glass Poetry and Ghost City Press, just to name a few. I first discovered Jordan, actually, when he righteously affirmed my love of Michael Schur comedies on spin-off, but he's achieved more significant notoriety um, also, um, so much um, to such a large degree that he is attending the uh, upcoming individual World Slam Poetry Champions in the United States, and it's a pleasure to be talking to you. How are you, Jordan? I'm good, thanks, Raz. Thanks for having me. Yeah, an absolute pleasure, honestly. Um, so, are you talking to us from Bonnake today? Yeah, I am indeed. Um, just in the office. Uh, yeah, no, this, is, this is much more fun than work. <laughs> Glad to hear. That is that is like the bare minimum we try and aim for. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I guess congratulations are in order um, for being invited to the um, individual championships. Um, could you give us like a wee summary of your sort of general tra- uh, trajectory with poetry over the last few years? Yeah, sure thing. Um, it's all been like pretty sudden for me, I guess. I sort of I only started, I guess, like reading and performing poetry at the start of last year. Um, I had a friend who runs a music festival up here, and he decided to book some poets and asked if I wanted to read some poems. And I was shit scared, but I thought I thought why not? Um, so I did that, and then I just I sort of fell in love with it. Um, and then so I sought out opportunities to do more of that. Um, found out there's quite a big sort of spoken word scene here at Wellington a big slam poetry scene, so went along to that one night, tried it out, uh, did pretty well at it, got to perform again at the Wellington Regional Finals, um, which was crazy, and then did a ride then, and then got to go to the Nationals, and somehow won the whole thing, and that was all, yeah, quite sort of sudden and unexpected, but um, it's been a great ride. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty whirlwind career, and you've really landed yourself, you know, it's a quite a steep, uh, quite a steep trajectory, I'd say then, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, somehow it's, it's worked out pretty well so far. So yeah, it's been great. <laughs> and may it continue. Um, so um, I think everyone has dreamt about writing down poetry or, or creating something and performing it to a group of people or um, making up stuff on the spot. You know, everyone's got like a mixtape they're thinking of or everyone likes <laughs> to pretend like they can freestyle. Yeah. Um, so the real question is, what's your... What's your sort of secret? Are you allowed to tell us? What's what do you do when you perform? Is there like a process you have, or when you're writing, is there something that you have to do to get you into a space where you can be creative? Um, good question. I'm still sort of I don't have like a, a ritual or anything like that, but I definitely have found like the more I sort of perform um, and the more I sort of do this, that I'm just I, I do get nervous every time, and I think that can be good, and so I definitely mm-hmm. try to use that to my advantage, and that I'll always sort of maybe try and take like half an hour beforehand just like be in my own space away from everyone else just to kind of go over what I want to do try to kind of get at ease with myself and just kind of chill out I guess because I think if you're relaxed on stage what I find from relaxed on stage it really transfers and that people respond to that in a big way and that if you're having fun with it people have like it gives people permission to have fun with it so just kind of not being too tightly wound but also kind of being confident in what you got but you know kind of using the nervous energy you've got also maybe like the right amount of beers, like something one or two drinks beforehand, but anymore, <laughs> you start to forget words, and then shit goes downhill very quickly. So, <laughs> that's a fine line. I like that. I like that. So, would you say then, um, there's a very specific energy that comes with the slam poetry scene and the poetry scene in general in New Zealand? Like when people are in the audience and you're giving off an energy and they're responding to it, would you say there's like a distinct feeling you get 
on stage in New Zealand, or even just like the you know the environment of writing poetry in New Zealand? Yeah, definitely. I think it's distinct, but it's also quite diverse. So mm. that's kind of what drew me to it is that poetry and sort of I guess performance poetry, which kind of go hand in hand. Uh, you can kind of do anything. Like a lot of people get up there and have very sort of political political content or very personal content that's also sort of quite confronting. Some people are sort of more easygoing. Some people just like to be more rhythmic. And it's kind of, yeah, everyone kind of creates their own energy. And I think that's kind of a sign of someone who's really good at it. And you can do it with your writing or with the way you deliver it. Um, it's a sort of creative tone and creative vibe um, that people sort of engage with on their own terms and kind of recognize. And that's definitely something I've been trying to do. Um, but yeah, that's the cool thing about it is like poet to poet, it can just vary so fucking wildly. And it's such <laughs> fun. No, heck yeah. I like that. I think I, I definitely say so. I mean, um, considering how, how sort of varied the whole scene is and how diverse it is, would it be too much to ask you and put you on the spot? And if I ask you it now, you can answer it later. Could yes. you give us your top five dead or alive for poets? Uh, yes. Let me, let me think about that in my head. So it'll come back to it. But I can definitely give you, give you a top five. It's hard to limit it to five, but yeah, I can, I can give you some names <laughs> for sure. Thank you, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Well, um, I guess from then, then, um, what are your expectations um, for the World Championships? Um, I don't really know. Like, it's, it'll be, um, I guess I'm going for the, the experience and the opportunity and the chance to meet poets from around the world um, and to share my poetry with sort of Americans and other people. And I'm not really expecting to win or anything. And I'm also not really sure if the Americans will like me at all, but I think it's just going <laughs> to be such a cool opportunity just to, like, sort of to see how, how it all works in such a different place and such a different environment. Um, and just to, you know, to go to America and do poetry is just something a year ago I never would have fucking thought possible. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty surreal. Uh, it's, it, it's amazing, honestly. And I think then um, you're doing a, a fundraiser, is that correct, in Wellington? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, next week, so I've got um, my favourite local poets and hopefully some musicians, maybe a comedian or two as well. Uh, that's at Cabin Club on Thursday night, so people around just want to come to that. Um, hopefully raise a bit of cash to help me get over there, but yeah, it should be a bit of fun. Oh, heck yeah. Um, that's awesome, because I mean, it's a, it's a big task to get all the way over there. So, um, but I mean, is there anything that um, us Dunedinites can do to support you, apart from flying up to Wellington and going to the gig? <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. So I'm going to, in the midst of publishing a, a wee zine with um, some of my poems and some of my, like, some of my Friends' poems, some of my favourite poets have donated some poems to me, and I'm just getting that printed and bound at the moment. And I'm going to chuck that to sale um, just through all my social media. So some people who can't come to the gig and they want to, they want to give me some cash so they can buy a zine, and then all that money will go towards helping me over there. So yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll put a link to your um, social media then in the post for the for the show when people listen to the podcast, so they can go and have a look um, when it comes to it. Um, but I Amazing guess. Um, would you say then, because I have to admit, I, I did first, I recognised your name for this interview because of your Michael Schur article on yeah, um, spin-off, awesome. which is sick. Um, yeah. Would you say that your love of pop culture, um, does that fuel um, some of the poetry that you create? Do you think that you are, it's more of a, like it's a poetry that people can relate to, but also has, you know, other aspects to it as well? Absolutely, man, absolutely. Like, a lot of my poetry is sort of, I guess, steeped in either pop culture, New Zealand culture, or politics to an extent, but it, it is like, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with pop culture I've always loved it, music, film, television whatever, and so 80% of my references, I guess, related to stuff like that, and 
yeah, like I love I love writing about that kind of stuff. And if I could just do that as a job for the rest of my life, that'd be cool. So yeah, they definitely go hand in hand. That's sick, man. Honestly. Um, so I guess then. In your poetic career in general, because, you know, like I said, it's been quite a steep trajectory. Um, mm. Do you see, because you're putting out a publication as well, and then you've already, you've already been published or will be, continue to be published. Um, do you see yourself, you know, settling down in 30 years' time with a collection of books as a poet? Or wh where do you see yourself in like five, ten years' time? Good question. Um, I really don't know. It's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. It's like I would love to have... I guess like a collection published soon in the future and that's something I'm sort of slowly working towards um, just kind of getting stuff ready and then after that I'll be finding, finding a publisher maybe mm. um, but yeah like I feel in New Zealand there is a weird sort of split between poets who kind of perform and like sort of that's how they make their money or that's how they hone their craft and then poets who have this amazing sort of collection of books or collections published and I kind of like to do both um, <laughs> I guess I'd like to keep performing and to kind of keep developing that side of it and travel around and do that, but also, um, yeah, to me, like having poetry like on the page that works well as well is really important to me. So I'd really like to, I guess, keep developing both and try not to be stuck in one. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I think that like that parallel development is so important because it's sort of. I was talking to a friend about this interview, and then it kind of dawned on me that the notion of perf like performative poetry sort of yeah. um, it it thrived, died, died, and then came back again in like the last fifteen twenty years. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So it's a it's an amazing opportunity. I I definitely say so. Um, and speaking of last, you know, arrived and died and came back again. Um, top five dead or alive? Any any more thoughts? Do you think? Yeah, so I'll give you I'll give you five. They're all alive. Um, I guess like five of my favorite ki ki uh, favorite Kiwi poets, uh, most of who do a bit of both. Who are, are really amazing writers and also really good performers. Mm -hmm. um, so number one is probably here, Lizzie Bird. She's been absolutely just like formative in my development and is my favorite writer. And I love love watching her read. Um, Dominic Coy or Tourette, is otherwise known, another who is really good at both. Um, and then Ben Fagan and Sarah Hirsch, both Wellington-based, Sarah's from the UK, who are just incredible performance poets, um, and they also, they are, sort of run a lot of the performance poetry events in the North Island, um, and their work's incredible. And then how many is that list for? Um, who else? Oh, Tatum, um, her book that came out last year um, is one of the best things I've ever read, and her poetry is just, yeah, wow. So those would be those would be five. I'll just my head. There's about fifty more I could name. But I think that's probably enough for now. That's awesome, man. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. I think it's always really awesome when people when people are listening to this sort of interview and they might not have actually taken the time to read New Zealand poetry to get like suggestions of names and of course your own poetry is that's the main <laughs> that's the main source of you know exposure. Yeah. Absolutely, it's like one of my favourite parts about that is like learning from other people what they like and trying shit out and just the whole community vibes of it. I guess. No, heck yeah. I guess then, um, well, uh, best of luck from everyone here at Radio 1 and in general at the competition. And um, for anyone who isn't interested, or will be in Wellington, um, a week on Thursday, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, a week on Thursday. Um, yeah, go and go to see some live poetry and give some support, and then in the future support other ways as well, as well if you can. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ref. Really appreciate it. No, no worries, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Um, do you can you think yeah. of a song you might want to listen to in the next sort of half an hour? So I'm going to listen to the next half an hour. Um, I just interviewed the Maidens for the off. That's one of the new songs. You've got it. I interviewed the Maidens. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, so, Oh, They're uh, all so cool. They're so cool, man. Yeah, I just interviewed Gussie, but it was awesome. It was so good. Oh, love Gussie. Um, yeah. Okay, I might do... Uh, oh, You Maintain the Stain, maybe. 
Nice. Yeah, good nice. choice. Heck yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, and best of luck um, for the World Championships. Cool. Thanks so much, Ray. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Cheers. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.